What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Two Truth Podcast. My name is Robel. I'm with my brother Miguel Rockwell. Yes, sir. And I'm with my guy Phil, Phil 2.0. And yeah, man, we want to say thank you. We appreciate you guys supporting, uh, subscribing, sharing, and liking, and continuing to give us feedback on topics you'd love to hear. yeah, so shout shout out to everybody, man. The biggest support is our AF community, man. We see you guys out there um, sharing and retweeting. <laughs> I said retweeting, but <laughs> sharing and uh, just doing the damn thing, man, and making sure that, uh, you know, even people that don't uh, within our six degrees of separation end up finding out about uh, the podcast. And uh, shout out to y'all, man. So um, Definitely. Absolutely, man. How's everybody doing, man? I'm doing great. I had a great weekend. Did you? Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. want to share, man? Uh, yeah, I mean, I had a couple events. Uh, I did this event on Friday uh, that was called Elevators that we've been working on for like three years. It got canceled once from COVID and then once from the ice storm back in December. And so we finally made it happen. It was like two of us DJing and another guy playing like live drums and percussion um, over. So it was, it was dope. It was really dope. Um, and then Sunday... I launched this uh, the first first one of this new thing that I'm doing uh, at the Stone House. This brunch is called Never Too Brunch, and it's uh, it's like an all R and B sing along brunch, um, and it was popping. Word. Yeah, and my guy Phil showed up. Damn, I didn't get and, no invite. I mean, it's it, I didn't personally invite him either, but it was just yeah. a, I just been posting about it a little bit. I actually didn't post enough about it because I was focusing on the other show, but you didn't need to post it more went, about it. It went off. It went off. It was crazy. The what, turnout was hella good. What and restaurant? Then, uh, the Stonehouse Cafe on Rainier, down, okay. down in Rainier Beach. Okay. Yeah, I do brunches there already, like a couple times a month. But yeah, this is like the first one of this thing that I'm starting there. Oh yeah. Everybody was feeling the vibes. I was playing like, you know, good '90s R&B like ballads that I would like never play anywhere else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they're just not like danceable kind of vibes at uh-huh. all. And like it was going off. I was playing like Mary J and Whitney Houston and. You know, like Whitney Houston, I have nothing, which is like so slow and like, but anyway, it was popping. People were at their tables singing along. So, hey, but that song goes. Yeah. <laughs> it's got that energy. <laughs> yeah. I got that song on a car sing along playlist. Words. See, yeah. there you go. Absolutely. <laughs> but it's also, uh, yeah. So, next, we're doing it again next July 2nd. So, first, okay, so first Sunday the, in July. That's it's the, the next of one. July pre funk. Right. Yeah. Down. So, come through. Down. We're going to pull up for sure. Yep. What about you, Phil, man? Oh, man. Uh, I mean, that's what I did on Sunday. You know, woke up. It was sunny. It's 920. I was like, oh, this starts at 10. You want to go? And Megan was like, yeah. So we did that. It was popping. If we had gotten there 15 minutes later, I would have turned around (laughs) because the line was crazy. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Went to see the new Spider-Man. If you're between the ages of five and 65. That was pretty dope. Yeah, uh, it was pretty fun. Last couple of Spider-Mans, Megan and I have had the opportunity to sit behind um, teenagers, which is starts out being like, this is going to be annoying, and it's actually super funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's a woman in front of us chaperoning this couple. I was like, I don't know if these kids are 14 or 17, but they have chaperones at this birthday party for these high school kids 
And she kept telling the boys, she was like, yo, stop. Like, stop the PDA in this full movie theater. And he wouldn't stop. And she was throwing shit at him in the movie. Just like, I was like, this is crazy. Uh, But it was a super good movie. Uh, Super funny. I was really hesitant about seeing the first one because it's a cartoon. If you're hesitant because it's a cartoon, you should see it. And if you don't, that means you don't support Black Spider-Man. Um, but yeah, that was fun. And then, you know, uh, that's a bit of it. Tried to relax. What about you? How about you, Bo? Hold on one second, man. Now what? My, my issue with superheroes, right? Yep. Superheroes that already exist. And yep. Historically speaking, have been white. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, okay. Yeah. Maybe we exclude Spider-Man. No, no, no. no. Go ahead. Saying, go ahead. Sorry. I'm just go ahead. saying white superheroes. Sure. Whether that be Marvel yeah. or whatever that is, why is it that the BIPOC, BIPOC community can't just create their own? Okay, well, there's a couple of things. One, it is, it. it is hard to create a thing and then be like, yo, now everybody get excited about Meteor Man because no one cares. Uh, the second thing is superheroes, something that they've tried to make it a little realistic with superheroes is they pass down their mantle. Like, the Batman now in comics isn't Bruce Wayne because that guy has passed it down. Yeah. So I think the comic people have just been like, after a while, they're like, yo, if there's already been three Robins and four Batmans, the only people who are like straight up superheroes and that's it just is like, I don't know, Superman or something. So why do we have to keep passing it down white dude to white dude? They're just like, yo, it could be a black Puerto Rican kid who gets bit by a spider. Sure. Um, so I think that's so that's who he's talking about. The Black Spider Man is not Peter. It's Parker. not Peter Parker. No. It's not Peter Parker as a black guy. No, I know that. Okay, I mean, cool. I've got a five year old, so I, I mean, I know, you know about I'm Miles privy. Medina. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm privy to it. I just oh, not Miles Medina. Miles Morales. Miles Morales. My, sorry. Yeah, I'm privy to it. I just I would like to see us. I think we've got enough culture and history and creative mm-hmm. um, zest to to pull some really amazing concepts out. You know what I mean? Like when you think about Black Panther, you think about even. Um, but Black Panther is not new. I get it, but he is historically is what. Yeah, he's. But the point is, like, if we want to keep it, like, if we want to have as. So many- you're okay with a black Superman? You're okay with a black Batman? You're okay with a black 007? You're okay with a black fucking whatever? You know what I'm saying? You're you're fine with that? So like, I feel like if I hadn't seen how they did the Spider-Man thing. Sure. Like ten years ago, mm-hmm. I don't think I would have been. I've been like, this is stupid. Yeah. But the way they did the Spider Man is so it's just not what I expected. I'm like, oh well, under these pretenses, this makes sense. But that, but that is to your point a unicorn because the rest of the uh, the the rest of um, well, those are all just talked about. They haven't done those yet. Like 007, that would make sense, right? Yeah. Um, Superman, I don't know about Superman because Superman is such a like that's a one dude thing. Superboy is whack. So you guys, the reason that you would feel like it would be weird is because it would feel like it was like pandering to me. To just like insert somebody and have him not be what the original character was. To me, yeah. yeah. I, I think, man, you let white folks have what they have, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and let niggas rock in other areas and, and do some dope shit. I'm, I'm, I'm with it. I don't because if I'm gonna be honest with you guys, we're guests. You know the 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 motherfucking. Um, Spider-Man that's playing Spider-Man is a guest. He's not historic. You know what I'm saying? He's and and also I don't know the uh, the intention behind 
why, you know, in, in terms of their direction, they they thought it was a good idea to say, hey, we're going to we're going to go ahead and go in this direction. I, it's almost I also feel like they are pandering because of, you know, this woke society and whatnot. You know what I mean? So I, for me, again, like I said, I just personally would like to see now if we had our own thing and then like periodically you would see like a black Spider-Man or or you know what I mean, fucking Batman or whomever it is, I'd be fine with that. But all of the superheroes that I I witnessed growing up were white, mm. right? Yeah, but that's bullshit. That's not it how, is. It is bullshit. That's but, not how Bella should grow up. Absolutely, but I want Bella to grow up and and witness cr- new, fresh superheroes and fucking queens and princesses that are being written into new. Just new shit. But, and you didn't grow up with any new ones, though, either. I didn't. Your dad didn't even grow up with any new well, ones. Well, my dad wouldn't have been, he wouldn't have been you into didn't know, that, No, no, I know. But I mean, I mean, people his age didn't even grow up with new ones. Sure. Like, these superheroes are so old. Yeah. And I, I feel like this new universe that they've done is kind of opening up to a lot more options. And I would kind of agree with the Spider-Man thing, except I feel like Miles Morales is from, like, 2011. Sure. So I don't feel like... It was as uh, internet woke as no. some people would say it is today. <laughs> no, I get it, man. But it just feels like, you know, you, you got like Bill Gates, for example, right? His great-great-grandfather was white. His great-grandfather was white. His grandfather was white. Bill Gates is white. Um, his daughters are white. Now her his daughter's boyfriend is um, black and is is you know what I mean? Now it's like Bill Gates's great gr- grandson is black, and now he's going to play the role of like Bill Gates. But he's he's I, I'm not. It's not fully. It's not fully making sense. <laughs> but I just I don't I don't like it. I don't like it. I understand what you're saying. And I don't like it. I feel like theoretically, apart from this Spider Man, I I almost <clears throat> agree. This Spider Man, I just think they've done it super dope. It's worked super well. And it's cartoon. That's it's the other thing. Is like, and also, like, in relation to the fact that it's cartoon, the original characters are all just, like, made-up characters from comic books. So there's not really any reason that, like, they have to stay what they originally were But historically as in they the have, though, Miguel. No, what do you mean? Historically they have been white. Yeah, because they were written by white guys in and the And they 50s are still being written by white guys. Sometimes there's a yeah, lot now more inclusivity in that in the sure, but yeah. it's but but my my concern is the reason. What is your why? Why for what? Why for wanting to be inclusive all of a sudden? Oh, oh. well, I think As representation white, matters, and people are starting sure, to like sure. acknowledge I, that, right? I, I think I think that that is that is very important. I yeah. that still doesn't absolve you from the intention behind why you would write a black BIPOC kid into a Spider-Man role. Oh, I think it. I think it is just. Straight up, part of capitalism is the most people you can... They're pandering, dog. You don't want to say it, but they're pandering. Yeah, I don't... This this doesn't feel like pandering, and mostly because of when Miles Morales was created. This is not a new thing. I know it's a new thing in live action or cartoons, but as far as comics, Miles Morales is not new. Sure. In fact, Miles Morales might be, like, close to our age as far as... Like, not actually. He's probably, like, 28. Okay. But, like, he's not that new to comics and like they wrote him into comics a while ago in the same way they're writing him in Stanley was doing that shit. That's why black Panther exists Mm. because Stan Lee was writing black characters in not that often, but 
it did happen yeah. then. Yeah. Right? So I feel right. like compared to other things that were going on back then, comics actually did have more diversity than a lot of other sure stuff historically. And yeah. Like, you know, like Man, movies Black and Panther writing is and like, like that. so old. Right. And whenever you look, you're, it's crazy. I'm like, man, Black Panther was before black people could vote. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. But I understand what you're saying because, like, when I when I read about Michael B. Jordan being Superman, I'm like, no, please don't do that. Yeah. Mm. Clark Kent is white. If there's a Superman that's not white, write that. But Clark Kent's white. Listen, listeners, I know that they're kicking my ass on this topic. (laughs) (laughs) This this wasn't a part of. (laughs) This wasn't planned. This was not planned as a part of the podcast. (laughs) It was a good conversation. And I'm going to get my shit. Together, and then the next time we have this conversation, <laughs> come back. I'm gonna be bicycle kicking both of these motherfuckers, man. <laughs> oh man, but shit. Um, moving along, man. We wanna, um, you know, first and foremost, send a huge condolence to Jackie O. That is the life partner of DC Young Fly. She um, recently passed away um, over. Um, a plastic surgery procedure that happened in Florida. Right. Um, and yeah, man, it's, it was a, a mommy, uh, makeover procedure. And, um, and we're not sure specifically, right. Uh, as far as like what was all included in the things that she had happen. Absolutely. Nothing is definitive. I know that there's a lot of uh, speculation in regards to, um, what may have happened, but right. in ter- you know, when you when you talk to plastic surgeons or talk to women that have had mommy makeovers, it typically uh, is the BBL, the tummy tuck, liposuction, and uh, some sort of breast lift of some sort. Yeah. Um, and yeah, man, it's unfortunate. I don't think it gets talked about enough, unfortunately, and. You know, to hear a young woman at the age of 32 uh, with three kids, a bright career ahead of her, um, you know, recently just had a child and, you know, went to Florida, not thinking anything of it, went to go get the procedure done and uh, she never woke up, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, now she has left behind three beautiful baby babies. Yeah. Um, young children. Yeah, very young children and, yeah. and a partner and... Yeah, it's sad, man. I, you know what I mean. I, it, it, it breaks your heart. You know, you don't even. I don't even know her, but you know, as a as a as a human being that has sisters, that has a partner that just had a, a second child, um, you know, a lot of you know th- things were running through my mind. You know what I mean? Because it's easy to like personalize. Um, but yeah, man, I, I I'll kind of turn the, the, the floor to you guys in regards to uh, what you guys may have heard or what you guys think. And um, and we can kind of just, you know, keep the dialogue and conversation going. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, yeah, uh, unbelievably sad, obviously. Um, just that. Sorry about that interruption. <laughs> so, but yeah, anyway, I was just saying, like, you know, the pressure that these women feel being kind of like in the industry specifically, uh, I think is is a lie and it's unnecessary. You know what I mean? I mean, I know that obviously women feel pressure, especially that are in the public eye, right? But like to have to feel that right after giving birth to children, it just feels like it's too much. 
It's a societal pressure that's become kind of normalized. Is it an insecurity, or is it um, is it is it a just I, that's what I want to do, and I'm not insecure about who I am and what I look like. I just want to do this. I don't know, and you, I don't think we'll ever know at this in this specific case, no, case but nor, in general, yeah. Nor yeah. nor will men be able to to say whether or not it comes from a it stems from insecurity because it is a case by case thing, of course. Um, but yeah, I think that. But I think it's related. Yeah, I think so. I think the they're security yeah, and the pressure, right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, when you think about, and I'm only speaking from my own experience with just recently having a a child, mm-hmm. and you know, when you think about postpartum, right? And that in itself is a is a chemical imbalance. And when you think about what the state classifies depression post your the birth of your child, it's only six weeks that you're considered postpartum. Mm. Like After the actual s- term of postpartum. Correct. Six yeah. weeks post that, right. you're clinically... You should be fine. No, clinically you are considered to be depressed. Oh, in that whole time period? So six weeks post the birth of a child, mm-hmm. right? They say that up to those six weeks it's considered to be postpartum. Postpartum those depression. Things, yeah, postpartum depression. Mm. After those six weeks... It's no longer postpartum. You are just You're clinically just depressed. depressed. Oh, I see what you mean. And that's insensitive. Right. Right? For and, sure. Um, and I can't imagine, when you think about employers and the way in which this capital, capitalistic society is set up, right? You're like, you just gave birth to a child, and now it's like two months, three months. The yeah. expectation is to pick back up and go right back to work, right? And it's I unrealistic. Think that, yeah. So I think that, like, from a relationship standpoint... I think there's some some pressure there from a from a career perspective. There's a there is a uh, uh, pre- extreme pressure, and mm-hmm. I think also um, there's also you know this this whole social epidemic, right? Where we're now trying to keep up with the Joneses, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, I can't again, I can't speak from a, a a woman's perspective, but I know that plastic surgery is such a hot topic that men are now. Um, very actively going to see a plastic surgeon to get things done, whether it's for pectoral enhancements, uh, abdominal enhancements, calf enhancements, bicep enhancements, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. it's an enhancement. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit concerned as to <laughs> what, you know, what direction we're, 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 we're headed towards, right. in in the next decade or so with everything happening and yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know. Phil, what are you, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, an unfortunate, I guess the aesthetics has always been something that's been a big deal in our culture, at least in the late 20th, 21st century. I guess before that, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I think we've seen a heightening of it with uh, Instagram. Right. Instagram has has changed things a lot. You know, MySpace didn't have this effect. Facebook didn't have this effect like it is. You can you can pin TikTok doesn't have this effect. It has a different effect, but you can pretty much pin Mm. this on Instagram. And it's like it's it's kind of a bummer because you like people are cognizant of they know what they're looking at. They know when they're looking at something adults, at least that they're watching someone put their best foot forward, but you can't, people can't help being competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, not even being competitive, like, oh, I got to be better than that, but like making themselves feel bad by looking at someone who they feel is doing better than them. And so when, 
you throw that on top of like just life or like what you're doing the fact that people can sit in their downtime and that's what they're doing in their downtime it's just kind of like comparing themselves or like beating themselves down yeah. for like recreational mm-hmm. activities is like is kind of scary because yeah. you add in the access to things that can change you know like plastic surgery used to be limited to like a few things at least for sure. what i knew but sure. now like right i know way more about plastic surgery than i ever thought i'd know and it's not because of anything other than like i know way more people who have delved into it than i ever thought yeah. i would know um yeah. And I guess when you get into situations like that, like it often reminds me of like, you know, what happened to Kanye's mom and like stuff like that is like super sad. Sure. Like, because the thing that is always saddest to me is someone going for that because they felt they need to look a certain way and then leaving behind uh, children. And I know Kanye is not a child, but like he is someone's child. And it's really sad because of what that can do to someone, right? Yeah. Everyone's parents are gonna go at some point, but it's just, it's kind of frustrating and sad to think that uh, that might be the reason, right. right, for a premature death. Right, I'll, I'll say this, man, as, as a man, I'm not gonna sit, I'm not gonna get on this camera and tell women what they should and shouldn't do. I'm just here to tell you that you are enough as you are. And if you choose to, um, you know, f- you know, go down that, 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 um, that route where you end up getting some plastic surgery, all I ask that you do is um, just do it in the most safe way possible. Um, and, and keep in mind, you know, as, although you're doing it for yourself, the implications that it may have and the trickle-down effect that it may have on the people that love you and care for you. Mm. Um, and I know that society puts a lot of pressure on women, uh, and it's, 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 it, it's really fucked up and unfortunate. But... Um, Again, like I said, you are enough. Um, you are beautiful as you are. And um, I know you, as women, you have been fighting the, the good fight since before I was even a, a, a sperm. Um, but, you know, all that I ask is that you keep fighting and um, hopefully you have continue to build allies. You got an ally in me as you guys continue to put your best foot forward. Um, but again, if you decide and choose to go that route, I'm in support of that as well. I just hope that you um, do it in the safe, the most safe way as possible. And um, I think also something that needs to be discussed when you're choosing which doctor to go to in plastic surgery and whatnot, I think uh, something that is oftentimes uh, neglected uh, by the customer is, hey, doc, because legally, by, by law, they have to answer truthfully disclose um, the information disclose that information so something that i i know that is important and you know just because you know i've had some procedures i've been injured before and uh, i've had to you know go and find a second or third opinion on an injury that i've had and and i'll ask questions because it's within my legal right and so one of the questions that i would um, ask anyone that is exploring uh, plastic surgery is to ask their doctor if they've had any malpractice lawsuits against them that are uh, currently pending or how many that they've had um, what's their track record what's their success rate have they have any of their patients died on the on the uh, under the knife these are all questions that um, 
are within your legal right, and they have to truthfully answer those questions uh, with the utmost integrity. So that would be my, my, my advice to anyone exploring plastic surgery. Do the research. Do the research. Absolutely, man, because yeah. it's your life. You have one life and only one life. And, you know, when you think about Jackie Owen and what happened to her, that is unfortunate. And I know that there are... Um, uh, allegations now, allegedly, actually, that have come out um, that um, the procedure had already happened and she was back at the hotel. And when they found Jackie O, they actually found her unresponsive in her hotel room. Now, mm -hmm. I don't know whether that to be true or not. Uh, I know um, it's alleged. It's alleged. And um, but but that information is out there. But uh, just just do your due diligence and um, yeah. get a second, third, fourth opinion and if you can't afford it, just just wait. Don't take your ass to just don't take your ass to another country that you don't have any friends, family, or any sort of relationship relationships. Yeah, and and think you're gonna get a discount. You know what I mean? It's like just be safe, man, because your life is far more valuable than a a botched uh, surgery. Mm -hmm. So I don't don't you think that's the trickle down effect of permanent things? Yeah. Is that when one costs ten thousand, there's a version that's two thousand? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I th I guess it goes because it, yeah, it's unfortunate, man. I, cause and I'm not saying that's what she did, right? Because I don't, no, we don't I don't think that's no, no. the case there at all. I don't think they're looking for workarounds. But I d that is a serious thing that people are doing. People are looking for workarounds, mm -hmm. and it's not like how's the safest way I'm going to do it. It's like how am I going to make sure this happens for the money I got. Yeah, it just needs to be regulated, right? Because I think also there are doctors that have come in, they have done the thing, and they, they went and they got their certification, certification, yeah. their education, and they're like, ooh, this plastic surgery thing seems to be doing the damn thing. I'm going to go take a weekend certification. <laughs> and then they, they are, but it's, it's, real. it's, it's, it's real. happening, yeah. right? And yeah. they're taking their practices, you know, globally, and now they're doing this stuff, you know, a few times a, a week or maybe a few times a month. And they're making a surplus of, of money, but it's like, it's not worth it. And when you think about the BBL in particular, it is by far the most dangerous um, plastic surgery that an individual can get because of all the finite uh, veins that are in the buttocks and the effects that it'll have on your, uh, your, your, your stomach. Mm. And um, yeah, just... Just be careful, man. I, you know, it's like there's a there's a level of um, chemistry that is involved when an ass when a uh, help me out with the the, the term the uh, the aesthetician, not the oh aesthetician. Uh, no, no, no. The oh anesthesiologist. Anesthesiologist, oh, yeah. right? They they charge you what they charge you because of how oh. comprehensive the chemistry is and and all the different things that are happening. And there is a lot of, there are also a lot of just, inf there's a lot of information out there on whether or not women should even be getting plastic surgery so close to just giving birth because of postpartum and, and that just being a chemical imbalance in itself. So if they're not fully back to themselves and then you put them under the, you put them on the table and you do this thing, there's, there's a high risk uh, of them losing their life. You know what I mean? So I think, you know, legislation and, 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 and all parties More regulation, involved like you needs said. to be regulated in yeah. regards to yeah. what you can and can't do. I think there's a lot of other things that just are not even discussed about it on a regular basis either. Like, you know, 
I've, I've been seeing a lot more even like celebrities or people coming out more recently and just talking about how like they had a boob job previously, but they got them removed more recently um, because they were struggling with so many different things. I mean, one person I can think of is Kelani. Yeah. You know, she had um, she had a breast job years ago and then just in like the last year got them removed. She said that she had been like depressed for like the past few years. Yeah and had all these different kinds of things going on in her body, um, issues that she was having to go to the doctors for all the time. Yeah. And then as soon as she got her breast implants taken out, like everything was just like immediately, sure. like she felt normal again. And, yeah. and these are just like things, I mean, you know, you're talking about you're putting other chemicals and things inside your body, whether it's wrapped in some kind of a plastic or something like that. It's like that stuff can leak out and yeah. cause other issues or whatever it is. It's like mm -hmm. the body's designed one way, we're all different. But you can't just make one body another way and think that the body's not going to respond sometimes. You right. know, it's like not not everybody's body is made to look uh, the the way another person's body is. Right. So you know, there's just always going to be some kind of complication or or risk at least involved with something like that. So you never know. Absolutely. Yeah, and you see that with surgeries all the time. I mean, there's you see that with just regular medical surgery right not plastic of, surgeries yeah like you see just, a lot of times that your body right rejects things like you know right there's there's plenty of things where it's just like we got three options and you gotta go with an option that fits you most often because your body rejects things like right. not everything when we're we're opening bodies and for sure reconfiguring them and doing a pretty good job but like the sex success rate is not a hundred, right? I mean, like organ transplants and stuff like that. Exactly, go bad all the time because of that. Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm curious as to how long a patient has to stay under the supervision of a plastic surgeon or um, post. Right? That's a great question. And so, like with here. with the rumors and reports coming out allegedly of her being found in a hotel, right? You know, was that 72 hours later? Was that a week later? Right. Yeah. Post her being released from you know outpatient whatever the case may be or was it immediately post her mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. I, I don't think that when someone is going in for that many different surgeries if it comes out that she left the next day i i find that to be extremely right fucking crazy after having surgeries like that especially if it's multiple you should be under some kind of supervision Absolutely. even if it's not a doctor supervision you should have someone designated sure that's going to be supervising you and making sure you're okay for like a, i mean you know, we want people under supervisions post-concussion yeah, yeah right yeah. we don't want people going to sleep post-concussion without like somebody checking on them so right. like right so surgery yeah. absolutely <laughs> yeah it's real Absolutely, man. Well, shit, man. We want to give a a condolence to Jackie O and her family. Yeah. Uh, DC Young Fly, um, your children, definitely. Um, your family, your friends, man. Um, we send our condolences to you guys. We send the condolences on behalf of the community, man. The community here, um, you know, definitely feels it. And uh, yeah, I mean, listen, we. we there's no there's no magic sand for something like this. I can't even begin to tell you I know how you feel and I don't think any of my colleagues here can 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 either express that as well, but we're 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 here and uh, for anybody that's in our internal community that is thinking about um plastic surgery of any sort, again like I said, just make sure you do your homework, your research. Um and the other thing that I'd I'd love to see 
more humans doing is sharing their own experiences because I know that it is a thing that is happening on a more regular basis and you know men and women aren't um they don't want to they don't want to share that hey I got plastic surgery I don't think there's anything wrong with it you should do whatever you want to do and you should be able to celebrate it and I think it's a hidden thing that no one that a lot of people feel ashamed about because they do feel like they may have taken the shortcut right and I don't see it that way. If you choose to go and do that and it makes you happy, you should do that. But I think that through your own experiences, you should also share that information with uh, your your friends or, you know, donate your time to give back and share your experiences. And just make sure that people go about it in the right way and, and, and ask questions that you may have wished you were able to ask prior to getting a, a procedure done so that, you know, the next person, when they do decide to make that decision or not, they have a little bit more clarity in regards to what it is that they're actually doing. Mm. So should um, Instagram model profiles have to state that they have these kind of procedures? I think it goes against the U.S. Constitution. Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, and also just like HIPAA rights, right? I think that like any any sort of medical yeah. information should not be released. Um, and so I don't know what that workaround is. I don't I don't know what it is. I'm just saying, you know how like that's kind of a big part of uh, social media, right? Is that people see these things on a regular basis, and then they absolutely. get this stuff in their head that they think they need to have this particular look or something like that. And sure. you know, it's the same kind of thing as like them having to put the information about the vaccine or something, sure. right? On things like we don't really know about this. So Yeah, I think in and I think in theory it makes sense. Yeah. Of course there's privacy issues. There's a lot of yes. privacy issues and like I wouldn't want anybody to be like <laughs> to just have my my hologram and it's like this criminal criminal record before I was like, you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. I, there's a little bit of privacy and, and whatnot that I'd like in that as well. So um, in a perfect world, I think it'd make a, a shit ton of sense. But I think that, yeah, man, I think it's to everyone's discretion. But Obviously. I, I think that in a perfect world, I think that that would be something that'd be really cool to see. I was, you know. Kind of a joke, but also like an interesting no, 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 question. I get though, it. Right? And a nigga yeah. like me, I could spot a, a nigga <laughs> like me could spot a BBL from a mile away. I could, you know what I'm saying? I've been doing enough shake spots in my life where I've seen some fake titties and some fake ass and a bunch of other fake shit. And um, it really doesn't feel that good. I think that this would also be uh, another conversation that we should add to the list of topics. That Shout would out be. to all the women with stretch marks, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All that natural shit. I like that, I think, man. I think this would be good to talk about with women as well, though. I agree. I think that, that it would be interesting to get perspective from, from women I, on I this agree. topic. I agree. I so. agree. I ain't going to tell you who, but somebody was trying to kick somebody off the set today, man. But, <laughs> but um, you know, we'll have that conversation post-production. Here we go. Brianna. Anyways, right. man, um, thank you for tuning in for another episode of the Two Truth Podcast. Um, please continue to give us feedback on topics that you guys would love to hear. Um, if there are things that you would like to see us work on, including myself, you know, because I know that I, I, I think that I do a pretty good job, but I'm open to suggestions on perfecting my craft. Would love to hear some feedback on behalf of that. Uh, um, but yeah, any sort of topics, any sort of feedback on 
making this experience a lot better for the the person that's watching or even just listening. We'd love that feedback. And also, uh, continue to just share, continue to support, continue to hit the like button, subscribe, follow. Um, and yeah, man, I, I don't want to, I, 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 I feel like I'm, I'm taking over, Phil. You haven't said anything in the last like seven minutes, man. I'll let you close this out. <laughs> yeah everybody thanks for joining in this is episode 14 15 or 17 not <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, 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 uh, yeah 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 as always love the comments from phil robel and miguel rockwell we'll see y'all next time peace yeah.